0: the All About Terry H podcast, aka All About the Truth, aka All About the Real Housewives. Today I'm happy to share an interview I did earlier this week with Real Housewives of New Jersey star Jennifer Aiden. She opens up about everything, where her relationship is with her mom, we talk the Melissa Marge drama, we even talk about the reunion. So let's get to it.
1: And Roxanne. Yes. <laughs> I
0: am so excited to have you on our podcast. Um, I thank you been so funny this season you're so on spot you're everything during the confessionals so I love that you're opening up about your culture your family I feel like we're seeing a different side to you do you think that you're a little bit different yes absolutely yeah I think that we've seen you be a little bit more vulnerable this season
1: well you know I'm the same way all the time yeah they pick and choose to showcase so like sometimes when I meet people and fans they're always like, "Oh my god, you're you're just like how you are on TV." And I I I correct them and um and I say, "Actually, I'm exactly on TV like the way I am in real life."
0: Yes. Right? Yeah.
1: Absolutely. So like, you know, when it's funny because like I'm actually I'm I'm nice to whoever's nice to me. And even my first season, I'm sure you know cuz you're on top of everything. You know, yeah. I was I had a lot of backlash and I was um, far from a fan favorite, that's for sure. And I was just like, "Oh my God!" I, I thought everybody liked me. Like, what right. am I in denial? Like, and then I saw what they picked and chose to show. What you know, pick and chose to showcase. And I remember one night um, we were watching um, the episode of Oklahoma, and we were at the dinner at at a restaurant. And I was talking about all the cameras I had in my house. But before I talked about the cameras, I was talking about. Um, I have two extra guest rooms in the basement, but my basement is not like a typical basement. It's got 11 foot high ceilings or whatever it was that I was saying. Yeah. And, 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 and sometimes I talk too much and sometimes I talk too much in order to, um, like just give you backstory. And that's actually one of the reasons why I talk so fast is because I really want you guys to, to visualize a whole picture. I'm a storyteller. Right. Right. I'm a storyteller. And I remember when we, are you Middle Eastern by the way? I
0: am. I'm Middle Eastern. So it. it's interesting to see you open up about I know the it. culture I know and everything.
1: It. Yeah. So when we first moved into the house and we have, you know, obviously it's a beautiful house and we had two guest bedrooms in the basement and my in-laws were coming to visit. And my, my husband was like, you know, maybe we can give one of the kids rooms upstairs to my parents because it's not nice to send them to the basement, right? right. You know how it is, right? It's like exactly. insulting. You don't want to... Insult- yes. Because when we were growing up and we had guests come over, my parents always used to give up their bedroom. Right. I don't know if your parents ever did that. Like, you, you're, you're, you're meant to be a very gracious host. host. You know, we, we would, I, I, like, like, I would never ask someone to sleep in a trailer. Like, truth be right. told. <laughs> if right. I was the host of a house, I would try to be as gracious as I can. And I remember my husband was like, oh, that's uh, shameful, to expect people to sleep in the basement because the lingo sounds so terrible. And I'm like, yeah, but babes, our basement is beautiful. You shouldn't think that way. So when I was telling the girls how I had guest bedrooms in the basement, I had my husband's voice in my head saying, that's shameful.
0: Right. You're, you're yeah. classless
1: by. So in order to justify that reasoning that his voice in my head, I was like, but my basement's not like a typical basement. It has the lungs and, yeah. and it has air conditioning. And has right. And yeah. then when I was blabber mouthing, I was like, oh my God, like I should tell people that I have cameras. Right. Cause you don't want to sit there and get robbed. Now you're thinking yeah. about all this stuff. Shit. This is going to be on TV. Yeah. People are yeah. going to yeah. think this. Oh wait, but I have cameras. I have cameras every hour. I'm gonna yeah. Look, yeah. And like watching it, it was so fucking cringe, Roxanne, when I was watching it and I was mortified. And my husband was watching it in another room. And like when he was done, like, and he eats sunflower seeds. I'm sure you can relate. Oh All the time.
0: <laughs> All the time. Every time I'm watching the show.
1: We have two bowls. Yes. One full of yes. the seeds, one for right. the seed shells. Yes. And he's like walking out with his seed <laughs> shells and he looks at me and he's like, not so good, huh, babe? Yeah. So good. And I'm like, It can't all be like that. I'm sure they're going to show my fun side. Yeah, no, that didn't happen this season. But I feel like this
0: season, it's a little bit different. I love that we're Yes,
1: how you're looking, everything,
0: how you're talking about the culture. I love it. I love how you're opening about what you're going through with your mom. Like, for example, I don't know if you watch Dallas, but Tiffany, she does the same thing. She's been opening up about some issues she's had with her mom. And I think it's so relatable, but... You know, I was watching Watch What Happens Live and I saw that Melissa, she went on it and she said, she thinks you're throwing your mom under the bus by doing that. What is your response to that? Because I don't see it that way.
1: It says the woman who spoke to her 15 year old about losing her virginity on camera. Okay. Right. So, right. I, yes. you know, we shouldn't talk, you know, those who live in glass houses. Um, I think it's funny because you know what? I am my family. And anybody who doesn't understand family in the traditional sense of the word, and I get it, they may not understand. Um, I'm all about my family. My social life consists of the people from our community. You know how that, right. you know what that means when I say Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have a small circle of what I what Bill and I like to call like our American friends. Right. We love them. Uh, we mm-hmm. love them. We love hanging out with them, but it's it's two different vibes. You know, you know, I am a stay-at-home mom. I I wash floors like nobody's business. I love clean house. I love to clean. Cooking, I can. I don't enjoy it as much. But like That's cleaning, how I feel cleaning, I would I'm the type that like whenever I had a cleaning lady before I had a housekeeper, I would go behind the cleaning lady and clean. And I'd be right. like, Oh my God, yeah. you didn't move this, you didn't move this, you didn't you didn't do here. And like just yes. because, you know, it looks clean doesn't mean that it is clean. So I am the p- for, for, for Margaret to say, I know Mar- Margaret has said once that I'm not the poster child for a stay-at-home mom. Well, that's really funny because show me a stay-at-home mom that has the means that I do, has five kids, and, and doesn't have help. Like, I feel like it's non-existent. And if people out there can do it fine, and I can do it, I don't want to do it anymore. It's like exactly. I paid my dues. Like, you know, with your first kid, you're so excited. You're like, yay, Chuck E. Cheese, by my fifth kid. I was paying someone to take my child to Chuck E. Cheese. I'm like, oh my God, I can't do it exactly. anymore. I hate it. No. You know, you lose stamina just like everything else. When it's new, you're eager. You're that mom. I mean, I you think I went over birthday parties before? Like now? You think I'm crazy for birthday parties now? In the beginning, I would hand make decorations. I yeah. would go to G and G and get stuff and spray paint it and hot glue gun it and have glue gun all over my fingers. I would decorate stuff whenever I had a new baby. Or if somebody had a baby, I would, you know, get the frilly tool. I know you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And make, like, beautiful baskets with chocolates. Like, I am every, in every sense of the word, a typical stay-at-home mom.
0: Yeah. And I will say, so I have two babies. And I work. I work corporate. And um, I stayed at home for a little bit after my second. And there is no harder job than being with your kids. It's just, it's the hardest job ever. And I'm working a corporate position. I work over 40 hours, you know, Monday through Friday. And to me, being a stay-at-home mom is the hardest job ever. So I was, and I like Marge, so I'm surprised. I just think she's coming for you. But I was surprised Agreed. by your comments because I, I didn't get it. I just you know, think and it's funny
1: because she's, she speaks about like sending her Child sleepaway camp and spending summers in the Hamptons. I've right. never, I, I, yeah. I never, and I would never. And it's not that I'm against yeah. it. I
0: mm-hmm. couldn't
1: send my child away to sleepaway camp. Middle Eastern parents are way right. too strict. <laughs> and and don't yes. get me wrong, I'm very Americanized compared to my parents, but still. Um, so don't talk to me about not being a poster child for a stay-at-home mom because I don't think the typical stay-at-home mom sends their children away to. Uh, sleepaway camp and then like partying it up in the Hamptons. I, I I mean that's just not in my circle of moms. The Paramus moms too. They're very yeah. down to earth, you know. And everybody's just very hands on with their kids. And they're all working moms, you know. It's right. like no. I so think don't- she just
0: has something. She just you know she has a problem with you. So anything that you do or you say, like I know at one point, um, she said that you were tone deaf because you know you did an Instagram live where you were
1: saying that he needed some help. Did you watch my live, by the way? I did not watch it. That's okay. I I I actually never never posted it when it was live. I hadn't posted it because, um, you know, the live, the intent of the live originally, so you know, which was collecting backpacks for the Boys and Girls Club. While we were filming, my very good friend here in the Paramus School District is the director of the Boys and Girls Club of Patterson Patterson and Passaic. And she was telling me that they had a stuff the bus campaign, but because kids weren't going back to school, they didn't need backpacks, but they needed school supplies. And she asked if I can use my platform, and that's what I did. So that live was to try to solicit backpacks. And in that live, I was being me. And what I like to do is, like, I'm a hugger, Roxanne. I like to look people in the eye. I'm nice to fans when they come up to me because I think – I don't want them to walk away and say like, oh my God, look at that entitled bitch. And I never right. want to be that, you know, that there's that saying out there, never meet your heroes, right? Because, yeah. you, you know, like you idolize someone. I never want to be that person to someone because I originally, I know what it's like to be a fan. I know what it's like to be a fan. And you know what? My head is really not that big aside from what people may think. I'm very content with everything that's in my life. And I'm confident in who I am. So if you got the guts enough to come up to me and say hello, I am going to respect that it took a lot of guts for you because people get shy. They get shy and they're like, oh, I didn't know. I didn't know. And I'm like, come, 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 come here to me.
0: What would you I like to know? And
1: they're like, yeah. And they're like, oh my God, you're so nice. You're so not like that. So I actually appreciate meeting the people in real life because they get to like see who I really am exactly. without the edits. Um, right. and you're right. I do feel that Margaret comes for me. I feel like and, and that's the thing. Like when I did that live, the housekeeper was something that I was venting and I was almost making a joke, like, like, so if you're out there, housekeeper yeah. of my dreams. Hit me up, but please know that I would never never go to Instagram to hire a housekeeper because the the women that I need to clean my house they don't know Instagram. Okay, right. they don't exactly about Instagram. They don't even know who I am. Those are the type of women that I like to clean my house because those are the ones who know how to clean. You know, right. they're usually like off the boat or they come yeah. from like cultural like families. Yes. They don't give a shit about Instagram or whatever. The people who care about Instagram, they're not going to be the ones. I mean, the ones that are cleaning my house, they're more on Facebook. Let's put it that yeah. way, right? Yeah. Our moms are all on Facebook. Yeah, I'm sure exactly. your mom's on Facebook. She like they know Facebook. Is. Yeah. You know, um, they don't. Instagram is more like a younger generation. Um, so right. I would never go there. So for her to pinpoint that, I was so shocked because I was like, who cares about that? Like, really, the live was for me to get backpacks. That was the initial live. And right. there was just so many funny stories of the housekeepers that were coming in my house bi-weekly through a revolving door. Everyone had a funny story. Like one... She was even doing origami in my house. I was like, like oh. when I mean origami, I mean like the toilet paper was folded in a triangle. And yes. the the paper towel was folded. And then there was like a, a fo- folded, like the towel was folded on my bed. Like how when you go on a cruise... And they make, right. have you ever been on a cruise where they yes, make like course, animals yes. out of the towels? Yes, I love that. It was all very nice. Don't get me yeah. wrong. But, yes. uh, you know, then I was like, but can you clean? Right,
0: exactly.
1: <laughs> you Not know, so, just like, make it look sharing, pretty. Yeah, like so sharing these funny stories was really just me venting with my fans. And again, she gives me too much credit. She's talking about me being tone deaf. Like, bitch, this is not eyewitness news, honey. This is a housewives page. We are not talking about current events. And guess what? I do not have to shove my live down your throat. You actually have to log on. You actually have to open something and hit a button and choose to give your time. So if you're looking for current events, I suggest eyewitness news. If you want housewives bullshit, then I'm your girl. Well, so here's what I was confused about. Okay, so she calls you don't tone deaf for that, right? But
0: then she comes for you for your style and the fact that you get your clothes off of Amazon, which I think Amazon has really cute clothes. I they don't do. Know, they it, have great so clothes. I don't. I don't know what the the issue is that with. And she makes fun of you multiple times. For, you know, getting your stuff through Amazon, which to me, that sounds tone deaf. Like what's wrong with getting, does she expect you to spend thousands and thousands of dollars just because you can? Like, to me, that statement was tone deaf. So that's where I
1: was confused. You're absolutely right. And that just shows that she is so far from what a typical housewife would be. Okay, so yes, she's a businesswoman. And even though she was never a stay at home mom, or maybe she was, she does talk about having one biological kid. So even if you are a working mom, guess what? The kid doesn't raise himself. So I'm sure she has her own life experiences about raising her child and what it's like to be a typical working mom or stay at home mom or whatever it is that she was. And I like to mix and match. And I know you understand this. Like we can put on an outfit that we got on Amazon and jazz it up with some gorgeous jewelry, hair, killer Louboutins and a Chanel bag. And you got to look girlfriend. Yeah. You don't you need know? to spend
0: so much money just no, for it to be cute.
1: When I, when I want to spend the money, I'll spend the money. And you exactly. know what? I really don't. I'm. Middle Eastern to the core, I do not like spending a lot of money on clothing unless it's a name brand that you can tell. Right. You know, if there's like a $1,000 black pants and you can't tell and it don't got fucking Versace or Chanel all over it, then I'm I'm going to Amazon, folks. Right. How about that? And that blue bathing suit that I wore, that Chanel bathing suit. I asked Chanel if they had, like, a robe or, like, a kimono thing that I can buy from them. They had nothing that matched it. And I don't want to be walking around in a bathing suit because, quite honestly, I'm not comfortable like that. Uh I feel more comfortable with, like, a sarong or a wrap or something. And I was like, where am I going to find a royal blue chiffon kimono? And literally, I went to Amazon and I wrote blue chiffon bathrobe kimono. And that's what came up, and it was like yeah. I don't know when it was like thirty bucks or something. I was like, "Hey, got it in every color,
0: right?" Um, I I just heard her talk about it a couple times now, and I'm like, I
1: don't get it. Wait, what's wrong with
0: going on Amazon and getting some clothes from? Like, I mean, I, I see so right. many bloggers she's, with all she's, of the, you know, wearing the cutest clothes from there.
1: She's, you know, like you said, she's just coming for me. You know, when people have no content or they have nothing else to do and they want to make themselves relevant. I get it, you know. And plus to her, I'm an easy target. But honestly, it's opening Pandora's box when you choose me to make you a target. Right. Um, Because then you're going to deal with the wrath of my comebacks. And if you're okay with it, I mean, don't (laughs) talk to me about my fashion when you're in Moo Moo's and faded rock and roll T-shirts every day. I mean, sweetheart, trust me, they're not finding anything you're wearing in Harper's Bazaar or Vogue.
0: Right. Right.
1: Yeah. So you grew up – Reading fashion magazines, uh, it didn't help you much. Just because you put like some faux fur uh, jacket with some, you know, tacky earrings doesn't make you fashion forward. Yeah, no, I Plus, was, you I know what was I think is interesting? You know what I think is interesting is that when the guys saw Joe Benigno walking into Teresa's um, pool party
0: yeah, and
1: they were making fun of his outfit, their automatic response was, Marge must have dressed him. That just tells me that Marge dressing you equates to bad fashion. So I'm not the only one who thinks it. Okay. I may be the only one who says it out loud, but obviously the proof is in the footage where you saw Joe Gordon and Frank making fun of And listen, I think Joe Benigno is such a cutie. I think he's a cutie. I think he's a cutie for wearing what his wife wants. And don't get me wrong. I love polos, but maybe not with little olives or pineapples on them yes
0: okay so yes she maybe she not... should shop on amazon right there, there are cute k- things there are cute things like, i can get you can find to plain
1: you could find plain polos without the little like busy bodies on the shirt yeah yeah no Absolutely. you know she's all about and you know she she made fun of my decor per season listen i don't know if you saw her decor this season oh my god she's gotten um, a lot of stuff about how her house looks It's so a, she's be, a yeah, lot yeah of and, and it's funny and it's and i'm i'm so happy that it's not coming from me because honestly the only reason that it came from me anyway that I want you to understand is was it was in rebuttal to her doing it to me so everything that I've said to her or at her or behind her back has always been a response or a rebuttal on what she has done to me first right okay like I came into this show as a fan okay I came into this show really not wanting to fight with any of these women Okay, so when she started coming at me like, oh, like, you know, bragging or one upper, like, dude, I'm trying to fit in. Yeah. I'm trying to fit in. You guys are talking about a beautiful sunset. This is the first time I'm with you girls. I just moved into my house six months before I started filming. And literally right before I went on that plane to Oklahoma, I had taken pictures of beautiful sunsets that I was just amazed by. So when the girls were talking about it, I thought, oh, my God, let me show them my sunset. Like, this will be a great bonding moment. This will be – I had no idea that it was being perceived as a one-upper. And right. honestly, I don't even think it was being perceived as a one-upper. I think because she deemed it that and she named it that, she put it out into the universe, rolled her eyes, and was like, oh, my God, she's – who the fuck wants to one-up someone about a sunset? Really? Right, right. Really? No, that
0: well, that's why I like the Real Housewives. We watch the Real Housewives because we want to see these things. We want to see the glam, the nice house, all of that stuff. The pool, sure. your backyard. We want to see that. So I don't think that there was anything wrong in that, you know, stance or anything. I just think that she kind of has something for you because, you know, even in the trailer when we saw the trailer they bring up your drinking and it's now insinuated that could you be an alcoholic? And it, it does come a lot from Marge, which was shocking to me because I see you as a mom who's had five kids and they're getting older. So now when you are out with your friends, you are going to have a drink. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that because you've been raising children. You've been having the hardest job possible. And now it's getting like, Oh, is she an alcoholic? Which I thought was laughable. Cause I absolutely don't see that at all.
1: No. And you know what's funny? It's like, before I joined this show, my circle of friends was really my Middle Eastern community. It was right. the wives. And you know, when they come over, we don't drink alcohol. We right. drink tea. We yes. drink tea. We drink Turkish coffee. We do Nescafe. Yes. Okay. <laughs> we have some fruit, right? We always have a fruit platter, uh, right maybe some maybe some tabbouleh maybe yeah. you know like some, some cookie you know the guys are always in the drinking so like really I'm rarely in an environment where I drink alcohol but when I drink it's always tequila because I'm such a peppy person as you can yeah. tell <laughs> um, I need an upper so right. when I started filming and I was with these girls and and you know I'm like oh my god I'm with like my again we're back to my American friends I'm gonna drink right So I only really drank when I was hanging out with these girls. Plus I realized very soon that I lose my shit fast and I think that makes great TV. I think that's funny as shit. I'm excited to watch it back. I'm like, Oh my God. Like I definitely drank. I I think I threw a glass. I think I threw a knife. I can't wait to see how it goes down. Um, So that's why there's that one scene when I was having the Turkish tea party with, with Teresa, like, do I do wine? I'm drinker. Yes. Because when I have my tea parties, I never serve wine. And right. the ladies from my church, they actually don't drink wine. So I, it's not something that I would do, especially and during the day, especially during the day, especially when right. my kids are home. Like it's one yeah. thing I'm at a party. Mm-hmm. And like, when we went to Teresa's house, like Teresa was very excited about her pool party. She was telling me like, that wasn't on camera. She was like, are you gonna go in the pool? Like, I'm afraid nobody's gonna go in the pool. I looked at her and I said, "You know what, girlfriend? I'm gonna take Here's one for the team for you. Yes. I'm Middle Eastern and I don't get my hair wet, but you know what? Right. For you, for yeah. you, I'm getting in the pool. You were and having fun? I really had the best time. I mean, the ending wasn't so great. I was definitely going through it when <laughs> I got home, and it crept up on me. You think I would ever want to get like that on camera deliberately? Right. I was doing the shots, and I was. Bill was like, "Baby, he's like, how many is that? I'm like, babe, I don't know, but I don't feel it." I don't right. feel it. I don't feel it. Go. Nothing's happening. And then all of a sudden it crept on me, yeah. on me and hit me all at once. And that's why, like, my husband didn't get mad at me. That right. is why my husband did not get mad at me. He took care of me because that has never, never yeah. happened before. And you know what? I think it's, like, it's actually I'm proud of it that it actually happened on TV for everybody to witness. That's my crazy thought process. I'm almost, like, the more, like, crazy it is, the better TV it'll make. In fact when I was like, the first time I started throwing up was actually on the side of the Ferrari. Like when we left Teresa's house, it was right down the block. I told them to pull over. I was throwing up on the side of the road and Margaret drove past me with Joe. I I wasn't aware of this until the next day. And then when I was talking to Margaret, she's like, Oh my God, I saw you throwing up on the side of the road. I felt so bad for you. And I said, oh my God, did you get it on your ca- camera by any chance? Yes. She's like, she's like you know no. what, I thought about it, but I thought you'd be mad. I'm like, are you crazy? <laughs> I'm like, that is TV gold. Next yeah, time you see that funny. happening, you get that shit on camera, okay? You do right. me a solid. And she just yes. looked at me like I was really crazy. Like, What I think maybe they're threatened by me is I'm going to tell you, is that I have the ability and what I've now realized I say to people is my gift um, to really show it all. The good, right. the bad, the ugly. You know, Middle Eastern culture, we hide everything. We lie about how much mm-hmm. we spent on things. If it's right. cheap, we say if it was expensive. If it was really yeah. expensive, we say it's cheap because we don't want them to think we have money. Um, right. If they like a dress we have, we dare not tell them where we got it. <laughs> oh, somewhere on 37. Yeah. Go walk, yeah. go walk yeah. around and you'll see. Right. Never. Yeah. For me to be so candid with everything is so out of the comfort zone of my, my mom, really, I wouldn't even say my dad, my mom, but it's just something that I always hated that. I always hated growing up and my mother lying about either my brother's age or my age, or like little white lies or like things that we had to do to like pretend I hated that. And I was right. like, you know what, when I grow up, I don't want to be like that. I, I, there, I right. feel like the lie is harder to remember because one day you'll say oh he's 29 or one day you'll say he's 27 and then you're like wait wasn't he 29 last time and then you look like the asshole and people are talking behind your back so i always this is my motto is the lie is easy to forget right the truth no. the truth you always remember
0: absolutely no and so, i can i you know. i understand that. no i can relate so much i know that when i um I, you know i started working corporate and stuff i wanted to get like this you know um Uh, loft right next to my work. And I was like, mom, I'm going to move out and I'm going to get this loft. And she was like, no, you're not. And I was like, I absolutely am. I had to sit down with my family. And my mom was like, I'm going to tell people that you're in school. I'm going to lie and say that Mm -hmm. you're not moving there for a career. You're moving there because you're in school and that's what's happening. And I was like, mom, like there's no need for you to do that. And she got over it, but it was by far the hardest thing ever for her to get over. So I completely understand what you're saying. And I love that. You don't want to do that for your children. Yeah.
1: So for them, for Melissa or the Marges of the world, that's saying like that. I don't show anything about me. It's always my family or throwing whoever under the bus. Like you guys know so much more about me in the last three years that I've been on the show more than all three of them put together. I mean, I couldn't even tell you what Jackie's sister's name is. Right. <laughs> Who knows that-, that? Yeah. I couldn't <laughs> tell you what Margaret's son's name is. You. One brother is gay. You know I arranged my other brother's marriage. You know I spoil my children. You know I shop on Amazon. You know that I've gotten plastic surgery. What more, aside from my, you know I like Dunkin'. What more, aside from my coffee order, would you like to know? Right. because I, no, I think you open. You, I, you, you know about my sex knife life or my blowjobs or, or lack thereof. Right. You guys know my husband spends time in the pool house. You guys know that I'm looking for a housekeeper and nanny. Like what, how can you come for me? And it's like, if you're going to come for me, sweetie, come correct. Because okay, <laughs> you want to sit and say that you don't know anything about me. You guys could probably write like a biography. I mean, lives in a mansion in Paramus, Paramus princess by the Garden State Plaza with 16 bathrooms. <laughs> Uh, you know, I mean, you've been it's, open. It's ridiculous how open I've been, and now you want right. to say you know nothing about me. And it's so, because I don't, I don't fight with my husband. I don't yell at him. I don't belittle him. Exactly, and I don't yeah. argue. And now it's because I don't have problems in my marriage that you think you know nothing about me, really. And
0: I and I don't think they understand that in in because my culture is so similar to yours that it's so unheard of for someone to be so open about it. And we asked our all about TRH followers, and they all. They had so many questions about your parents, and so did I, because I think people are so fascinated with it. And I wanted to know how your parents feel about, you know, all of this being on TV.
1: My mother is not speaking to me. Oh, no. That's, oh, gosh. So has it been hard for her? uh, No, it's really hard for her. She's, like, hasn't been going to church.
0: Oh, no. She's not
1: socializing. She thinks, like, but you know what? Listen, I know planned on them following this story my father ended up moving in with me we went to turkey last year in august for my brother's wedding right um and and every time we go to turkey my mom stays a little longer than everybody else and my mom and my dad and my brother always live together my culturally you're not supposed to move out of the house until you get married right yeah so Mm -hmm. my, my you know so my brother was always living at home because like he wasn't supposed to move out so once right. he got married and he was there, he stayed there. My mom stayed there. when we got back, I had no choice but my dad to come live with me because he doesn't drive and he's disabled. Yeah. He walks with the cane. You've seen him. He's very quiet. Right. Yeah. So he stayed with me. And then... Um, is he still with she- you? Yes. So when, right. she, when my mom came back from Turkey, this is, again, before we started filming, it was like November, um, he was living with me and then... He decided to go live back with my mother once she came back. He's like, I'm going to go stay with her. I don't want her to be alone. I said, okay, good, daddy. You know, go ahead. Have fun, everything. And I just saw, because my brother wasn't around anymore, it was just them two. And then the jewelry store closed. Like, the jewelry store was an escape for my dad. It was where he went to every day to get away from the conflict and the confrontation. And my mom is just very angry. She's just very angry that, like, she hates him. She really hates him. Yeah, and she was being very, Like I was just the things that I was witnessing. Again, we're not filming now. We're in January. We're in February. I mean, we had I had a birthday party for my son in February. And my mom came to my house. She's like, I'm going to come in your car with you. And I was like, where's daddy? And She looked at me. She's like, what is he going to do there? He's an old man. He's not going to do anything there. And I was like, mommy, this is his grandson. He's worked for the past 50 years. Like this is the first time in his life that he gets to go to one of his grandkids' birthday party. And we got into such a huge fight that I wanted him there that she ended up not coming. And he came. Like she sabotages anytime we try to include him. So I was like, you know what? He's going to just stay with me. This is before filming. He's going to stay with me. I'm like, you guys are too angry. You're very mean. She's like, oh, he's not mean to me. I'm like, listen, I don't see him being mean to you. And regardless if he is, then maybe it's best if you two separate. You know, like life is too short to to live the rest of your chapters in this life so miserable. Mm -hmm. You know, he, he started staying with me. And then when the cameras were here, they're like, oh, what's your dad doing here every time? I was like, oh, you know, him and my mom are not getting along so much since Michael left. And I thought it's better for him to stay with me. I mean, I have this huge, beautiful house. Why not? Yeah, you have the room. And she was mad. She didn't want people to know that. She wanted people to, she's like, oh, it's shameful for him to go and mooch off his son-in-law. I said, first of all, people are not going to see it that way. That's Middle Eastern mentality.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: And who cares if it's from the daughter or from the son-in-law? Like, God gave it to whoever. Like, maybe God gave it to me for a reason. Because he knew I would share. He knew that I would take care of all of you. I mean, I paid for my brother's wedding. Right. Exactly. So I completely, how I, about a thank you? Right. And, and then it, like, once we were done filming, she was fine. Well, she was pissed off towards the end. And then once we wrapped, I was able to give her more of my time. And I tied up a lot of loose ends for her, like, right. you know, cause, with her house and her and I were great. And then the trailer had come out around January mm-hmm. and she just turned around and she was like, so angry about it. She was yelling at my dad about something. She was at my house, like usual. She's always there. And she was yelling yeah. at my dad. And I do have a woman that comes and helps me three days a week. I'm grateful for her. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. No, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Yeah. She was here and she texted me and she was like, your mother is yelling at your father so bad. Please come down. So wow. I came down and she was just having a fight with my father about something. And I was trying to do I was trying to like referee them, try to calm everybody down. And she was complaining about him. And I was like, Well, he doesn't live with you anymore. So you don't have to worry about that. And she was like, Oh, you know, oh, of course. Yeah. Oh, God. This is all you're doing anyway. Yeah. Right. You Finding someone to blame. Him. You took him in. And I was like, uh, I was like, Okay, you want him? You want him back? She's like, No, I don't want him anymore. I am happy. I'm this. So we just got into a huge fight. We said some very mean things to each other. And it's like, you know what? I just think it's better if we have time apart because she's very angry.
0: Yeah. And it's like when you're in the, uh, she's in that state. Yes. And in the culture, it's like, no matter what, how you're treated, you have to kind of just get over it and still be okay with your mom. So I think it's, nice that you are saying hey no like for both of our mental health like we need some time apart because it's kind of like when you know they go through a divorce they kind of like or and they're not even they haven't even gone through a divorce but when they're in this marital funk she like hates her husband more than she loves her kids that's how like you may feel because there's just so much hate and so much resentment that she it, it's all just a huge mess for you so it's such an you
1: know, place for you to be in. It's it's just extremely hard. And listen, it's not out of the ordinary to hear this type of story. I know everyone hearing it for the first time is like, oh my God, you know, she probably, you know, hated her husband and think about I get it, but in their culture, the my in-laws, they were arranged. My, My my mother in law's not angry. Yeah. My aunt, she was 15. My mom's sister that's older than her, God rest her soul, she was 15 when she got married. And her husband was 20 years older than her. Right. Okay? I mean, like this, unfortunately, aside from the trauma that they had experienced that I don't want to say that they didn't, unfortunately, this is all that they knew. This is, go be mad at your parents. Go be mad at the time that you were born in. I get it. I'm not trying to tell my mom. Like, forgive him or, you know, I'm just trying to say, like, maybe just don't treat him so nasty because he is a human being at the end of the day. And maybe he was one way a long time ago. And again, I never saw it. The quiet, non-confrontational man that you see. Right. I mean, You see him getting losing his temper that day, which I have to say, I think he lost his temper because he had the cameras there and he felt that the cameras would protect him. Because right. I have never seen him lose and I'm with him all the time it's not like something they can hide
0: right it's always
1: her going to him and him trying to avoid confrontation but I think because the cameras were there he knew that she couldn't go crazy on him like how she usually does yes so he felt more confident to stick up for himself because he probably thought oh if she's going to do anything then she's going to make herself look bad on camera right that's why he was so vocal and it's so crazy because when I watch it back I'm like oh my god it looks like my dad has a temper
0: Right. I, I didn't I didn't think that. I think he was just trying to... You just see kind how of confused like, he looked when he was yeah, like, he didn't abuse he, her. Yeah, like he's trying to defend himself and she's just so angry because he probably worked so much. and Because that's how it is in the Middle Eastern culture, like back in the day, not anymore. But, yeah, you right. know, it was like he worked so much and she's like resentful that he worked so much. And she took care of the kids and she felt like there isn't help. And she sees yes. her son-in-law and how he works and he helps you and he's such a great dad and it's hard for her.
1: Yes. I get all, but it's so
0: much hate. There's like so much hate and it's like, Hey, you have all these grandchildren, let's move forward. Let's enjoy the life, the one life we get. And you know, when they're like, kind of like that older generation, they don't get that. They're just going to you know, be stuck on what's happening or what happened. Totally.
1: And in her eyes, she thinks that By me not going against him
0: means I'm going Mm -hmm.
1: against her. Right. And And you should always stick to your
0: mother, stick with your mother and whatever. And And
1: listen, it's always been me and my mom. Yeah. This is the first time in my life that I ever even had a relationship with my dad. Right. Because like growing up, like, you know, they're absentee fathers. They come home from work. We say our prayers. He kisses us goodnight. And then he would go watch the news. Yeah, He wasn't a party guy. He didn't drink. I know he was home every night. Yeah. So I don't know what kind of abuse she's talking about, but Bill pointed it out and he said on camera that there is a form of abuse that could be neglect.
0: But right. you have to understand
1: mm-hmm. that my dad didn't know any better either. He didn't come from a family that, whose parents loved each other. I mean, my dad's dad was an alcoholic and used to beat my grandma. Right. Yeah. You know, like that's what they did back then. My, my dad left Turkey to get away from his family. Because right. they kept – he had the jewelry store and they kept taking – after he got married and my mom got pregnant, they kept expecting my dad to give them money. And yeah. he he was like, I have a wife with a kid on the way. I have to do what's best for my family. He literally left everything there to come here for a better life for us. Right. You know, so he did what he thought he was supposed to do. Right. And I think like – I think that because my parents really didn't end up like extremely wealthy – I think that really made an impact on my mom, you know, especially right. seeing the other people who like grow and become so successful because a lot of people in our community came to America with nothing. Yeah. And honestly, I think my dad did pretty good. I mean, we had a beautiful house in Plainview. We, you know, you know, we had an in-ground pool and a Mercedes like back then that that was living the life. Right. Exactly. So, I don't know what my mom's so angry about. Like, you know, it, it, yeah, sure. You can always have more, but you could always have less. And look at how great we have it. And I think that my mom lost track of that, about right. trying to be appreciative for all the things that she did have and especially now seeing me with all the things that she always wanted right, right. maybe that's hard for her absolutely maybe yeah. she looks me in the mansion with the kids and the money and the cars and she's thinking this is what i wanted and she sees how great your husband is to you too right. and she probably just thinks okay well yeah. he's at
0: work so much so that could be hard and i just feel like you know maybe she's speaking to someone like a therapist but i know you know, they don't do that stuff. They won't well, speak to a we therapist. Found, we
1: found a therapist oh. for her, like, of Turkish descent, because I thought yeah. that maybe somebody from the culture would be more sympathetic to her right. feelings, because she's very ethnocentric. She really yeah. think, like, she or, she thinks, like, oh, you know, Middle Eastern culture is the best. Like, nobody supersedes us. You right. know? She really yeah. has that mentality, which I yeah. guess she's entitled yes. to it. It's right. all good. Yeah. Yes. But I didn't want her to go into, like, a therapist's office talking about how like amazing and wonderful she is and then just having judgment so I thought someone from the culture and she's been doing it since December since December I don't I don't think it's working to be honest I don't think she's it's working she's stuck in her
0: ways I think and it's never gonna change it's like one of those things where you just have to accept it because I know it can sound toxic, but it's just, it's never going to change. It's not. It's not. It's not going to change.
1: No. Yeah. I think she likes being this way.
0: Yes. You know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. She's tough. She's tough. Right. Is
1: is your husband Middle Eastern?
0: Yes, we both are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How's your mother-in-law? So um, my mother-in-law is actually, no, you know what's so funny? She's so Americanized. So my mother-in-law is so different. She went to like a private Catholic school here Um, she is not the norm. My mom, like they're more so like my mom, my aunts and stuff, like that's kind of how they are. Um, yeah. but like my, but so and you that's get how it it. Is. I a hundred percent get it. So I know exactly like when, even my husband, we watch this, like we're like, cause he watches it with me. And he, I told him, I was like, I'm going to be speaking to Jennifer. He's like, be easy on her. I like her a lot. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, I will. I was like, I like Jennifer. You know, I like that you're opening up about your family because I understand the culture and I understand that we are not supposed to be doing that. And we are not supposed to, you know, we care so much what people think. And I hate that. I hate, I hate that. that.
1: So, I always hated it growing mm-hmm. up. I hated exactly. it exactly. And that's no. how our
0: parents think. But I feel like with us, it's going to be so different. It, it, it won't matter. We don't care what other people think. We're going to do what we want to do. And that's it. You know, if they have something oh to say, God. they have something to say. I
1: am so happy with the way that society is gearing towards a right. more accepting way of living. Right. Yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah. it's like no, you're not, don't, don't hide what you're going through. Show right. it, show everybody, put it on a fucking TikTok if you want. I mean, everybody else is doing it. Yeah. Right. Like this is the bandwagon. It's moving. We're either going to get on it or we're just going to wave by the sidelines, but it's happening whether we like it or not. So exactly. But for people like my mother who are just like, so like, she's not educated. She grew up in the village. My, both right. of my parents are from the village. Yeah. My, both my parents went to school up until fifth grade because after that you had to pay and they didn't like to waste money quote-unquote on girls um, right so you know it's a lot of it is ignorance is a lot of it is like embedded in her from when she was a child so I get it I totally understand yeah. I just I just can't be angry at my dad for it like I keep trying to tell her like I know you're mad at him as your husband but you need to understand that him That's as my father dad. I'm yeah. not mad at him Right. He didn't do anything to me and I didn't witness him doing anything to you. And trust me, if I ever witnessed my dad being uh, violent towards my mother, like if he was abusive in that way, I would never let my mother stay with somebody like that. So why is it that I would be so quick to help my mom, but not my dad? And then she looked at me and she's like, oh, I abuse him now? Yeah. Oh yeah. They like twist and (laughs) trick one thing. Yes. They hear one thing. And now that's like what it is. Yeah. Don't abuse him. I'm just trying to use it as an example to let you know, like it's not healthy for either of you to be in this toxic relationship. Right. I'm like, go, go travel with the ladies from church. Yeah. Like go (laughs) visit Jerusalem or something. Don't they have something like that? Go on a cruise. I'll pay for it. I swear. I just really want her to be happy. Right. But like
0: you said, sometimes people just
1: enjoy how they are. Yes.
0: And so they yeah, like kind of does. harp on it and stuff. And yeah, I think, she does. you know, that might be the case and it sucks. And I really hope it works out. I hope that you guys talk and, you know, she, she's still seeing her grandchildren, right?
1: Absolutely no. Yeah. I I bring the kids there. Okay, yeah, um, I let the kids go there for Sunday dinners. Olivia goes there for sleepovers. Like I don't want to be spiteful. Right. I just want to be aware of the fact that her and I are going through something right now where we're just not getting along. Yes. And it's ruining it. Right. You know, it's ruining everything. Right. And, uh, you know, maybe it's best that we're just like, out of sight, out of mind, because when she's with me, she gets all amped up about my father. And then Mm -hmm. it always triggers him like every conversation we have. Like I was just watching a clip the other day where I was in the kitchen with my mom. And we were talking about something and somehow she turned it to my dad. She was like, he never did this. And he never did that. And every kind of conversation trickles into, and I'm like, why are you so bothered by Yeah.
0: And that's a lot for you because you're constantly hearing it. And a lot of the viewers don't know that. They don't know that that's all it's been.
1: He'll come into the room. He came into the kitchen one time and he was talking to my Jakey and he was like, Jakey, I go to Manhattan. I buy you toy. She's washing dishes. She looks at him. She goes, you? You're going to buy something? When did you ever even (laughs) buy one tomato? eh?" Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh my God, how did it's this always turn something? Left? Yes, it's always something. So oh my like, God, it, that's what I mean. It's been very difficult to navigate. Right. This is my everyday life, and even Bill will sit there and say, like, when is your life going to become your own? Right, yeah.
0: and, and that's right. the hard thing about being Middle Eastern too. So right, because you know,
1: especially the daughters, the daughters never leave the family. Right. Exactly. No. That's I mean. Yeah. They get very excited about the girls and your stuff. daughter is your daughter for life. Your son is your son till he takes on right. a wife. Exactly. Oh, I like that. <laughs> that is so true though. Isn't so, that so true? Yes. Yeah. No, yes, honey.
0: So yeah, I really, I hope that it works out. I know that you guys, you know, to switch gears a little bit, film yeah. the reunion. I know that you cannot talk about it, but can you give us like one word to describe how it went?
1: Um, let's just say I lost my temper. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, you, you have to respond to something. There's like like shaking when I was screaming them out.
0: Wow. So it'll be good. It'll It'll be be good TV though. (laughs) I think it'll be good
1: TV. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And who are you closest with on the show? Is it Teresa?
1: It is. It's Teresa. Yeah. Do you talk
0: to Dolores? I I talk to
1: Dolores like outside we of talk, it. Yeah, outside of it, we do, we do. We just, you know, Dolores is, Dolores is friends with everybody. Yes, like Marge, everyone, hundred mm-hmm. percent. And and listen, I respect her for that. That's that's great. Uh, her and I did watch What Happens Live yesterday. Oh yeah. Um, which which was so much fun. It's going to air tomorrow. Yeah. Um, but um, I I feel the one that like really, and I, and I know nobody sees it or maybe they don't show it but like Teresa's the one that um really stands behind me the most right you know you'll never see Teresa like insulting me or saying something bad about me yeah no never you know with Dolores it can go either way but listen Dolores is she's very she has her own opinion you know she doesn't beat to anybody's drum but her own so if that's her opinion sometimes I respect that that's her opinion and we keep it moving do you think you, know? you and
0: Melissa will ever get on?
1: Good terms? I page? mean, we could be on really good terms. We we can. I'm I'm up for it. I mean, you know, she listen, absorb. I mean, she is. Right. Well, she really we cares to be friends with me. I mean, she don't. If it right. wasn't for the show, I mean, I know she'd she never talk, talk to, to you. Like, let's say the show ended. I don't think she would really care to continue on a friendship with me. Whereas, I think if the show ended. I feel that Ter- Teresa and Dolores would both continue a friendship with me. So
0: it's right. not even that,
1: like, I don't want to be friends with Melissa. I don't really think she cares to be friends with me. You know? And I'm fine with it because, you know, I'm, I'm good with just one Gorga in my life. And right. that's Teresa. <laughs> that's what, kind of,
0: what kind of changes do you want to see? Do you want to see more wives? Like, what do you want to see next season?
1: I mean, I would love it if they kept the cast the same. I think the cast, I think it's a good cast, you know, because you know what? You can't be all up in your face type of loud personalities. I feel like there has to be a good balance. Right. You know, you got like, you know, uh, Melissa being like the pretty one and Jackie being the like, you know, smarty, sensitive one. (laughs) Yeah. And like uh, Margaret trying to be the matriarch and preaching her... Silly advice to people who don't listen, yes, and nice. uh, you know, Dolores is always like the um, philanthropist. You know, with yeah. all of her charity work, we need that. And yeah, Teresa's just Teresa. I mean, right. I think anything she says, were, you know, is is funny. It's TV um, gold, yeah. She's TV gold, yeah. Right. And she don't care, and she owns it, and which is like what people love about her, right. Do you have I think people regrets? are people. People are getting used to my snarky, in-your-face, cheeky personality. I love it. Yes, this no, is how I am. I like, you know, like, it's funny because Dolores had once said, she said in the Watch What Happens after show or the after show for Bravo, that, like, I try to make the popular girl laugh with Teresa. And, you know, I highly object to that because I see Dolores cackle and many times yeah, when we're stuff. hanging out. So it's not that I'm trying to make the popular girl laugh. I like to make everybody laugh. That's just who I am. I'm... I have a very silly, funny personality, and whether you think so or not, I do, and that's all that matters to me. (laughs) Exactly. Um, You're confident, and that's great. I told my daughter of my first season, you know, in life, there's going to be, you know, not everybody's going to like you. I told my daughter that when she was going through her bullying situation, and that is the motto that I live by. Not everyone's going to like me, and that's okay. I like me, and that's what matters. And you know? do you
0: have any regrets since joining the show? Are you do you feel
1: good, more comfortable this season? Um, i really my only regret is maybe not getting a spray tan when I went to Teresa's oh, okay. pool party because when they fucking <laughs> lifted me and you saw my white, whitey yeah. ass and thighs, I, was I do like, remember oh, that. No. Oh yes. no, what yeah. was I thinking? Right. Like Melissa right. would never, yeah, walk yes. out without being prim and proper from top right. to bottom. And me, I just don't give a shit. I right. really don't. Yeah. I shop on Amazon. I know. <laughs> I know. I
0: feel that. I feel that. You are just kind of like go with the flow type of thing. I really and, am. And no, I think it's. I think it's great. So, and even you, that's that's your one regret. I think that's amazing. And I think this season we're seeing, you know, a, a really great side to you. So I've been enjoying it.
1: Thank you. I've been yeah. having a lot of fun. I'm having Good. a lot of fun. I'm pretty confident. I wouldn't mind if they added to the bunch. Right. You know at someone so you know margaret can concentrate on someone else's a target because there's really she has no other target right like if you think about the whole cast i mean she found out that Teresa was behind the hair pull and she gave her a fucking pass which is great i'm happy for Teresa, but trust me if that had been me it yeah, would have went down fine very fine.
0: different yeah I mean, i'd like to know why you know and
1: and listen again Teresa is the one that brought up that rumor at jackie's party Right. Do you think that it would have went down the same if I did that with Jackie? Do you think she would have treaded so lightly? Right. Yeah, no, no, she
0: just, she she seems to be coming for you. Even in the confessionals, I noticed like, you're you're pretty good about talking about Jackie and Marge and, you know, when it comes to them talking about you, I'm like, oh, wow, okay. So I wonder what Jennifer is feeling when she sees their confessionals. It just shows me
1: that they're reaching, that they're reaching that they have nothing else because how can you condemn somebody for showing such a vulnerable piece of their life? How can you condemn me for having this crazy 20,000 square foot mansion, five kids and no help, but you're mad at me that I need help. How could you condemn me for wanting to hire people that are waiting for their stimulus check that you so boast about? Like if people are waiting for checks and are losing their jobs, don't you think one of them would like to be hired? Like, right. I feel like I'm part of the solution and you're knocking me <laughs> talking just, about their stimulus. Just, it just seems like such a reach all the yeah. time. So no, I feel like I can, they should definitely. bring, you know, they don't, they tread lightly around Dolores too. Right. They all tread lightly yeah. around everybody and they make fun of me treading lightly around Teresa when Teresa's my actual friend. Right. You She's not tread, doing anything. You, you all tread lightly against Teresa too. And you guys are not as close as her that I, that I am. Except with the fact of Dolores. Dolores right. is closer with Teresa because of the time thing. I mean, I yeah. don't think that Melissa and Teresa are so close. No, no.
0: We, we all know that. We all know that, you know, we all know they're that not. they have the for the each just other. Exactly. And that's you know? what it is. And they and know that. And they do that, it for Joe. It. They do mm-hmm. it for the love
1: that they have for Joe. And that's great. Sometimes you got to... Find a way to make it work. But right. they all tread lightly around her. I mean, I could all sit there and say how they all kiss her ass. Right. Margaret kisses her ass by not going after her for the hair pull. Jackie's kissing her ass by not going after her for the rumor. Like, you're all fucking kissing her ass if you want to calculate it that way. Right. Like you said, you're an easy target. So I do think bringing someone,
0: you know, Jackie... I See, the thing is, I like Marge. I don't like how Marge is with you. Jackie... I don't know. She, it's like, let me forward her scenes. I don't care about the family stuff. And I love New Jersey. I mean, what was, family. can you tell
1: me, I mean, I would love to know what was Jackie's storyline this season aside from it's the just, rumor. uh Yeah, no. That, and
0: that's what I'm saying. Even like with New Jersey, we love seeing your guys as families. And when I see not, not her family's great, everything, but I don't know. It's just her. I'm not very interested by, um, so I do think maybe adding another wife or something, Mm -hmm. That would be interesting. And I love like the culture that New Jersey has and everything and the families and how tight everyone is. So someone like that, that would be nice
1: to see. Yeah. So listen, at the end of the day, I'm just the talent. Um, I'm not in charge of casting or any of that. So uh, whatever they bring. And again, I always start off with being very gracious. I mean, even Michelle, when she started the show and I met her that night for the first time at Jackie's party. We had communicated via text and Instagram, but I had never met her in person. You know, I'm, I'm welcoming to everybody until you give me a reason not to.
0: Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm excited. I'm excited to see the reunion. I mean, I know you need to get going. You're busy. You have a full house. So I just want to say thank you so much for being on and we cannot wait to see what else is going to come. Yes.
1: Keep in touch. I, this was yeah. so fun. It went by like that. Yeah. When you're having fun
0: conversation
1: yeah. with people, that's how it goes.
0: Absolutely. Thank you so much. We'll talk. Anytime, soon. Roxanne. Yeah. Tell your
1: husband hello for me and kiss yeah. those kitties. I will. Thank okay. You. All, All right, right. GD, Bye. Bye
0: forget to subscribe to our All About TRH podcast and check us out at allabouttrh.com for everything Real Housewives related. Make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at All About TRH.